reads to us our gospel reading. The Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Luke, chapter 2, beginning at the first verse. Glory Glory to you, you, Lord Jesus Jesus Christ. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone round them and they were afraid. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid for see, I'm bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth, peace among those whom he favours. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste, and found Mary and Joseph, and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. Please be seated. Well, behind everything, there is a story. But more importantly, behind every person is a story. We are all made of stories. The person that, who cut you off on the M1 today, 
the person at the checkout who couldn't manage a smile or to look you in the eye, the family member that you struggle to get on with. My journalist friends tell me that behind every story there are key questions. Who, why, when, where, what, how? Why did Caesar Augustus want everyone to be registered at that time? What dynamics of power and politics were at play? What was Caesar's long game? Who were Mary and Joseph? And why did they have to travel from their home village, Nazareth in the Galilee, to Bethlehem in Judea, just south of Jerusalem? A trip that today on beautiful highways would take about two hours, but for them would have taken up to a week on foot and on donkey. What was their long game? Or did they even have one? What happened in the shepherd's field that night? How did the shepherds find Jesus? And when they found him, how did their discovery shape their future? The long game of human history has always been shaped by storytelling in every culture and every place. Humans tell stories to make meaning. Think of the stories that you tell and perhaps some of the stories that you will share over this Christmas time Perhaps stories that become embellished or adapted as the years go by, as new understandings come to light and relationships change. Here is a brief retelling of the story that happened just prior to the reading that we heard tonight. It's a story of surrender and of mystery. Mary had grown up in Nazareth. She knew everyone and they knew her. Now that she was engaged to marry Joseph, a local carpenter, Mary imagined she would never leave. Her life would unfold in a familiar and predictable way. She was wrong. Mary was making bread when the strange visitor appeared. One moment she was kneading dough and daydreaming about her wedding. The next moment she was shocked to find that she was no longer alone. Someone was standing over her, robes fluttering in the breeze. Greetings, Mary, the visitor said. Don't be afraid. God is with you. You're going to have a baby. You'll name him Jesus, and he will have very special work to do. He will be a great man, a ruler in the line of King David, and his kingdom will have no end. Mary could hardly think straight. A baby? How? When? Why me? What will the neighbours think? What will Joseph say? But all she could manage was, how can this be? The angel replied, the God who breathes life into all things will breathe this new life into you. Storytelling is a core trait of being human since telling stories carries meaning and helps us to make sense of the world. Of his recently published autobiography, Surrender, 40 Songs, One Story, which Stuart has just finished reading, singer, songwriter, activist and philanthropist Bono writes... Surrender is a word freighted with meaning for me. 
Growing up in Ireland in the 70s with my fists up, musically speaking, it was not a natural concept, a word I only circled until I gathered my thoughts for this book. I'm still grappling with this most humbling of commands, surrender. In my band, in my marriage, in my faith, in my life as an activist, surrender is the story of one pilgrim's lack of progress, but he says with a fair amount of fun along the way. It sounds like surrender is a long game for Bono, as it was for Mary, and an important one, one which was shaping the meaning of his life. The week before Christmas, some people from our church community, everyone was uh, invited, but a crew gathered at one of the Gold Coast great microbreweries for a Friday afternoon beverage. And one of the topics of conversation that emerged was the power of artificial intelligence to create stories. So much journalism and novel writing already utilizes AI capabilities. We actually put in the first line of tonight's sermon because it was already in my mind, behind everything there is a story. Linked it with the reading, Luke 2, 1 to 20, and with someone's AI software, we produced a sermon right there and then on the spot. It's not this one, as tempting as that was on a Friday afternoon, a week out from Christmas. <clears throat> Some people from the School for Journalism and Communication from the University of Southern California said a couple of years ago that algorithms can efficiently extrapolate information from past creations and predict what stories will work and which ones will not. But they lag behind human creativity when it comes to original thinking. Machine learning algorithms rely on vast amounts of data to identify patterns, but can't predict when patterns will change, which is a crucial component of creative thinking, a unique gift that we as human beings have. The element of surprise in storytelling still depends on our capacity as communicators to link our goals with enduring aspects of human nature our ability to tell stories will grow even more dependent on AI tools that have the power to offer relevant insights that we wouldn't otherwise have. To thrive in the age of AI, practitioners must cultivate their ability to understand technology and embrace it as a creative partner that helps us connect with others in a more meaningful way. Stories without meaning are not really stories. So it made me wonder, can the Christmas story be interpreted as part of the divine algorithm for human meaning making, generated not by software engineers, but by the creative, loving heart and mind of an eternally good and faithful God? This story, that we're focusing on tonight was in God's mind from the beginning and will remain for all time. It's a long game. And Christmas is not a standalone story. Christmas is one chapter in the eternal story of human salvation, gifted by the grace of an eternal God. 
The significance of the Christmas chapter is not the detail of where, when, or how. The significance of Christmas lies in the what and the why. The Christ child is the eternal God with us. The Christ child is the completeness of divine hope, joy, love, and peace. The Christ child is the bearer of God's reconciliation for all people to restore that which has been lost, broken, or marred by human carelessness, violence, greed, or hate. The Christ child grows to be Jesus the Christ, teacher and healer, bringing good news to the poor, release to the captives, sight for the blind, and freedom for the oppressed. The Christ child, as Jesus of Nazareth, is executed by the Romans for his disregard for Jewish religious dogma and the hypocrisy of leaders. So perhaps our role in the long game of history, the grand story of which we are a part, is to be Christ bearers for our time. Bearing good news for those who are poor by serving them. Bearing good news of release for those who are captive by loving them. Bearing good news for those who are blind by helping them see their self-worth and their value of their own story. Bearing good news for the oppressed by showing dignity and respect to all as Jesus did. That's how we can authentically bring glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom God favours. And who is it that God favours? For God so loved the world, the whole entire world, that God gave God's own son. Not that the world might be condemned, but that the world might be saved through this son. There's a song that we sang earlier at six o'clock and we, we've sung it a few times during this Christmas through our Advent season. All is calm and all is bright everywhere but in your heart tonight. Somewhere in your silent night, heaven hears the silent tears you've cried. Lift your head for love has come to find you somewhere in your silent night. Perhaps one of the blind spots of our time is that in focusing on rational thinking and elevating evidence-based practice as the benchmark to which we must all aspire, our well-being suffers because in that we sometimes lose the human art of being inspired and finding meaning from story, story that has the capacity to hold mystery alongside truth. Not easily manufactured evidence-based truth, but rather the deep truths of human life, of human experience, and of human meaning. I think one of those deep truths is that there will always be infinite capacity for the great mind of the universe our loving creator God, to generate the uniqueness that is each and every human person. 
and for us to take up that purpose that I spoke of, just as it was for Mary to be a Christ-bearer to our world in our own unique way. That story of God becoming human, framed as it is, is not a story that someone would really want to make up. There was nothing to be gained by the God of the universe or those who were God's mouthpiece on earth to fabricate a story where humility and ordinariness and sacrificial love trump power and wealth and greed. When we leave this beautiful setting this evening, may we be encouraged to explore further our own faith story. We all believe something about our origins, about our purpose, about our destiny. Might I invite you to participate in the long game of Christmas by being Christ bearers and to bring hope, peace, joy and love to those in our world so that their story might be enriched because it is intertwined with ours and with our loving God. And to close, I'm going to use a prayer. I do this from time to time, but um, Malcolm Guyatt has written a beautiful sonnet called O Emmanuel, and I feel that it would be a good place for us to land. O come, O come, and be our God with us, O long-sought witness for a world without, O secret seed, O hidden spring of light, come to us wisdom, come unspoken name, come root and key and king and holy flame, O quickened little wick so tightly curled, be folded with us into time and place, Unfold for us the mystery of grace and make a womb of all this wounded world. O heart of heaven beating in the earth, O tiny hope within our hopelessness, come to be born, to bear us to our birth, to touch a dying world with new-made hands and make these rags of time our swaddling bands. Amen. Would you stand as we sing together?